Second Samuel chapter 5, we're going to read together verses 18 through 20 from the Amplified Version, and then we'll preach a couple of hours. Uh, one day, let's read together. The, Philip, the Philippines, the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Raphaim. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will certainly hand them over to you. So David came to Baal-perazim, and he defeated them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. So he named that place Balperazim, Master of Breakthroughs. Can we give God praise today? When David was 37 years old, and he was about to step into the fullness of his destiny. Well, before I begin, let me just say, hey, everybody, my voice is back. <laughs> Wow, thank you for bearing with me last Sunday. My goodness. God is faithful. God is good. And thank you for praying. When David was 37 years old and about to step into the fullness of his destiny, having just been anointed king over all Judah and Israel, he found himself at the Valley of Raphaim. The word Raphaim, it means valley of giants or giants. The word Raphaim means giants. The valley of Raphaim means the valley of giants. Now, this valley of Raphaim or the valley of giants, it is an extensive plain to the southwest of Jerusalem. And the valley of Rephahim, it, it forms a natural entrance into the city. Now, many years earlier, David had killed Goliath in the valley of Elah, which bordered the valley of Rephahim to its extreme south. And I want to encourage you to go back to August 14th last year, 2022, and listened to an incredible message ministered by Pastor Fita, discover the weakness of the giant. To hear more about this amazing defeat of Goliath, listen to it again a couple of days ago to just get myself set for today. In the valley of Elah, bordering the valley of Raphaim, that's where David took out Goliath. Now, David not only faced one Goliath, but now he's facing a valley of Goliaths. Not in physical height, but for sure militarily. And listen, there's a lesson to learn here before we go on. 
The closer you are to your destiny, the greater the opposition. In overcoming one challenge, don't be surprised or caught off guard if you face a greater challenge or even multiple challenges. <laughs> it simply means you are getting closer to your destiny. David is not only he hasn't only faced one Goliath, now he's facing a valley of, of Goliath, a valley of giants. That's the name Raphaim, valley of giants. David inquired of the Lord whether he should go into battle against this vast army. And looking at it realistically, he's not ready for this. He has not had much time to get his military in place, much less make them battle ready. We know from 1 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 13 that David had about 600 fighting men. Certainly no match for a valley full of Philistines, one of the fiercest of all armies in Bible times, the Philistines. So David has just been brought in, having been anointed. David was actually anointed three times, first by Samuel, and then by all the elders of Judah when he ruled over Judah, and then by all the elders of Israel. And he has just come to be anointed as king. And as soon as the Philistines heard that he's been anointed as king, they came searching for him. And so he hasn't had any time. He's just moved into Jerusalem. He's chased the Jebusites out of Jerusalem, and he's just taken that city, renamed it City of David, and he hasn't had time to put his forces together. So he's looking at a valley of Philistines, a valley of giants militarily with 600 men, basically. But God tells David to go. God tells him to go. So he and his men went out full of faith, and they defeated the Philistines. Then David said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Like floods or rivers of waters, which break the banks and overflow a land, overturning all that stands in their way. This is how David described it like floods or rivers of water which break their banks and overflow a land, overturning all that stands in their way. This is his description of the power of God in wiping out the Philistines in the Valley of Giants, in Raphaim. And from this amazing account comes our theme for this year. Our theme for 2023 is breakthrough. Come on, breakthrough. This is our year, I believe, for breakthrough. Everybody, you say, I need a breakthrough this year. I need a breakthrough, not just this year. I need a breakthrough now. I need to see God come through now. Come on, you're in the right place, and God is about to do something 
great with us. I want you to get ready to see the manifestation of God's power this year. Come on, in which you're going to break through to a whole new level. Somehow you feel held back. Somehow you feel that you just can't, uh, you just can't seem to get there. Get ready to see manifestations of God's great power. And you're going to break through to the next level. Get ready to see supernaturally, God supernaturally remove barriers that have been in your way. Get ready to see God move obstacles and barriers that are that will move you now. He will move you closer to your destiny in Jesus' name. Breakthrough 2023. After the victory that God gave David. He renamed the Valley of Giants Baal Perizim. And from that renaming, we are moving now into part two of our series, Master of Breakthroughs. Master of Breakthroughs. David renamed that place Master of Breakthroughs. It's important to understand that God has revealed In the Bible, he's first revealed in the Bible as the master of breakthroughs in a military context. Now follow me. God is first revealed in the Bible right here as the master of breakthroughs in a military context. Actually, in modern times, the word breakthrough was first used as a military term to signify an offensive thrust past the defensive lines of warfare. Get this now. The first time in the word breakthrough was used, it, it was used in a military sense, just as God is first revealed in the Bible as the master of breakthroughs in a military context. In modern times, the word breakthrough was first used as a military term, to signify an offensive thrust, not defensive, an offensive thrust past the defensive lines of warfare. Let me break it down a little further. When one army is able to weaken its enemy's forces offensively to the point of collapse, a breakthrough occurs. When one army is able to weaken its enemy's forces offensively to the point of collapse, a breakthrough occurs, allowing that army to invade and take its enemy's territory. Now, this is so important to understand for us in the church, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but our warfare The warfare that we're involved in, brothers and sisters, it's against principalities and powers and spiritual rulers and wickedness in high places. And breakthrough, it's so important to understand because breakthroughs occur when we go on the offensive. When we go on the offensive, you never read in Scripture of of any breakthroughs occurring when an army is retreating. It always happens when you're on the offensive. And I believe God this year is going to grant us such strength and such power 
that we're going to rise up and go on the offensive and see the forces of the enemy driven back by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ and move into our destiny and move into the fullness of what God has designed for us. The word breakthrough means any significant or sudden advance. I see you advancing this year. Come on, God is, I believe by his power, as we stay on the offensive, as we continue to move forward, not inhibited, not held back, not intimidated, but we stay strong in God and in the power of his might, knowing that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of powers and barriers and strongholds in Jesus' name. Any significant or sudden advance, development, achievement, or increase in knowledge or understanding that removes a barrier or barriers to our progress. Come on, I decree that we're progressing this year. Come on, we're taking some territory this year. We're moving, come on, we're moving together. We're moving forward into greater places with God. Come on, let your faith arise today. This is the word of the Lord for us. A breakthrough from the master of breakthroughs is a process. It's not an event. A breakthrough from the master of breakthroughs is a process. It's not an event. Joyce Meyer says there are no drive-through breakthroughs. Breakthroughs take time. There are no drive-through breakthroughs. Breakthroughs take time. I want us together to look at David's process to attain this amazing breakthrough that he received, so ill-prepared, so inconvenient, such a difficult situation, and yet he broke through over his enemies. And we're going to, in this series, we're looking at the process that David took and followed in order to attain the breakthrough. The first part of the process, which we covered last week, but I have a couple of more things I want to add. First part of the process is I go through a crisis. The first part of the process to a breakthrough, I go through a crisis. I go through a crisis. Right after David is anointed king, the Philistines turn up to search him out. The entire nation goes after one man. The entire land of the Philistines come after David. David is faced with a grave crisis at the very start of his reign as king over Israel. The word crisis, I didn't cover this last week. I want to give it to you now. The word crisis means a condition of instability or danger a condition of instability or danger. It also means a dramatic emotional or circumstantial upheaval 
in a person's life. A dramatic emotional or circumstantial upheaval in a person's life. It's a condition of instability or danger, a crisis. And they come out of nowhere. You might occasionally see it coming. But how many of you have found you can begin a day so well and by the end of that day, everything is like, what just happened? You know what I'm saying? A condition of instability or danger. A dramatic emotional or circumstantial upheaval in one's life. Practically every breakthrough experienced in the Bible came out of a crisis, either individually, corporately, as a city or nation or town, or, or nationally, as an entire nation, or even internationally. Every breakthrough that was experienced in the Bible, it came out of a crisis. All of us face crisis. The question is, will we go through it? or remain in it? Will we go through it or remain in it? I read this week that when written in Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. In Chinese, the word crisis is composed of two characters. One character represents danger, and the other character represents opportunity. So why don't we seize the opportunity and see the breakthrough? Come on, why don't we seize the opportunity and see the breakthrough? We're going through it in Jesus' name. So the first part of the process to a breakthrough is I go through a crisis. I'm dealing with the crisis. Secondly, and where we will focus for the next few moments, 2 Samuel 5.17 when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they all went up to find him, but he heard of it and went down to the stronghold. He heard of it and went down to the stronghold. Here's the next part of the process. And it's contained in these words. In the latter part of verse 17, he heard of it and went down to the stronghold. There are two words to consider here. And the first word is down. He went down. That word means the coming down of the pride of might. The coming down of the pride of might or power. The coming down of the pride of might. Or power. It also means breaking into tears. Breaking into tears. Many times, in fact, most times when we're facing a crisis, there's usually tears involved. Emotion. It can get heavy. David, as soon as he heard of it, 
heard of the Philistines coming after him, he went down. The coming down of the pride of might, of power, breaking into tears. And then it says, he went down to the stronghold. The word stronghold means a safe haven. A safe haven, a place to gather supplies for battle. As soon as he heard of it, he went down to the stronghold. A safe haven, a place to gather supplies for battle. Herein lies the second part of the process. If we're going to position ourselves for a breakthrough, you need a breakthrough. You're believing God for a breakthrough. The master of breakthroughs, you're looking to the master of breakthroughs to come through. Number two, I go down to the place of safety and strength. I go down to the place of safety and strength. First, I go through a crisis. Secondly, I go down to the place of safety and strength. As soon as David heard that this nation had invaded the land in search of him, he went down to the stronghold. Now we know from 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse 13 that the stronghold was the cave of Adullam. For David, the stronghold that he's referring to here, I went down to the stronghold. The stronghold was the cave of Adullam. This cave is where David spent most of 10 years of his life. This cave and other caves in Judea but primarily the cave of Adullam is where David spent over 10 years, almost 10 years, actually a little over 10 years of his life being searched by Saul. And the cave of Adullam, as soon as he heard the Philistines were in the nation coming after him, he went down. As soon as he realized I've got to have a breakthrough. He went down. As soon as he came to the realization of this crisis in front of him, he went down. He went down to the stronghold where he had spent some many years of his life on the run from Saul. The cave of Adullam was the place where David's relationship with God deepened in a most significant way. Many dark and painful days in the cave of Adullam and other caves of Judea became days of great breakthrough. As it was there that David wrote, in the cave of Adullam, David wrote some of the most moving and passionate psalms that are found in the Bible. Psalm 34, Psalm 57, Psalm 142, 
written in the cave of Adullam. As soon as David heard that the enemy was coming for him, the realization that I'm in a crisis, the realization that I've got to have a breakthrough, he went down to the stronghold. It was in this cave that God drew David into an intimate relationship with him. It was in the cave of Adullam that David was taught some of the most important lessons of his life. He was transformed from an innocent shepherd boy into a rugged man of integrity and a man of honor, a man after God's own heart. So great was that transformation that it says men who were in debt, men who were discontent, men who were distressed, came and met David at the cave of Adullam. And here this man formed them, and they became some of his greatest men in his military. He poured his life into them. He formed them to become mighty men. It all happened in the cave of Adullam. When I heard the Philistines were after me, I'm going back. I'm going back to that place of intimacy. I'm going back. First, I'm falling on my face in humility with the recognition that I cannot do this. This is beyond me. I need the master of breakthroughs to come through for me. It was there he was transformed from a shepherd boy into a rugged man of integrity and honor, a man after God's own heart. The stronghold is called the stronghold because it was to be David's place of strength where his character was tempered, where his character was tempered and he was made stronger to position yourself for a breakthrough. Go down to position yourself for a breakthrough, go down. Humble yourself before the master of breakthroughs. Be broken in his presence. Be broken in his presence. Psalm 142, written from the cave of Adullam, I cry to the Lord with my voice. With my voice to the Lord do I cry. I pour out myself. I pour out my complaint before him. I tell him all my trouble. Humble yourself. When my spirit was overwhelmed and fainted, throwing all of its weight upon me, it was then that you knew my path. Listen to the words of this man. Broken in his presence. I cried to you, O Lord. You are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Attend to my loud cry. For I am brought very low. Yes, yes, David. Yes, Don. Yes, you. 
be broken in his presence. The late, the late Jack Hayford said it this way, breakthrough happened around me when breakup happened within me. Breakthrough happened around me when breakup happened within me. God's presence is my safe place. The Lord himself is the greatest stronghold. Psalm 18 verse 2, David said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my keen and firm strength, in whom I will trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Wow, that's one verse of scripture. Look what he said, my rock, fortress, deliverer, strength in whom I take refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. Listen, we all prefer to live out in the sunshine of God's grace, but there are times, especially when you're desperate for a breakthrough, that you need to go down and return to the cave. You need to go back to the place of intimacy with the master of breakthroughs. Go down, go back to the place of integrity, go back to the place of true character foraging, go back to the place of the deep dealings of God in your life. The cave was perhaps the most frustrating period in David's life, but in hindsight, it turned out to be the most fruitful. That's because the cave is where God breaks you down in order to give you a breakthrough. The cave is where God breaks you down in order to give you a breakthrough. Still interested in breakthrough 2023? Listen to me. Imagine, can I finish? I wanna ask you just to take a moment and I want you to picture David sitting deep in that cave of Adullam. I want you to picture this with me. He has just run into that cave, having been thrown out of the Philistine country by Abimelech. In Psalm 34, which David wrote in the cave of Adullam, here's how it's right under the address. This is what it says. A Psalm of David, when he pretended to be insane before Abimelech, who drove him out and he went away. You say, Pastor, that doesn't... How do you know Psalm 34 was written in the cave of Adullam? Because if you read the story, when David pretended to be insane and Abimelech threw him out, Abimelech told his, his officers, why do you bring me this insane person? I have enough insane people in my kingdom. I don't need another one. And they threw him out. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 22 verse 1 that David escaped from Abimelech to the cave of Adullam. 
and picture with me all the way in the back of that cave a man with a scroll this man who would become greatest king of Israel began to write these words I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth come on sacrifice my life makes its boast in the Lord let the humble let the humble let those who will go down and the afflicted hear and be glad oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together I sought, inquired of the Lord and required him of necessity and on the authority of his word and he heard me and he delivered me breakthrough he delivered me breakthrough he delivered me from all my fears they looked to him and were radiant their faces shall never blush for shame or be confused this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles the angel of the Lord encamps around about those who fear him who revere and worship him with awe and each of them each of them each of them he delivers where are you at NLC where are you listen Woo. the young lions lack food and they suffer hunger but those who seek inquire of and require the Lord by right of their need and on the authority of his word none of them shall lack any beneficial thing receive it today breakthrough is coming the eyes of the Lord are toward the uncompromisingly righteous and his ears are open to their cry when the righteous when the righteous cry for help the Lord hears and delivers them from all of their distress and all of their troubles the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and he saves such who are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent many evils confront the consistently righteous but the Lord delivers him out of them all give Jesus praise give Jesus glory magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together hallelujah Pastor, I need to go down. Pastor, I just need to go down. Come on, I think all of us need to go down. So why don't we just lift our hands? Come on, church, lift your hands. Pastor, I need to get back to that place of intimacy with Jesus, the master of breakthroughs. I need to get back to that place of strength 
I need to break. See my heart broken for God dwells with those who are of a broken and contrite heart. Pastor, I need to come back to that place of intimacy. I need to come back to that place of tenderness. I need to come back to that place where I can be pliable in the hands of my God. I need to come back to that place where he can continue forming my character. I've moved away, Pastor, from some things. I need to go back. I'm believing God for a breakthrough. Go down, young man. Go down, young lady. Go down into the stronghold. Father, in the name of Jesus, look upon this congregation. Look upon every heart. Look upon every life. We need you. We need you. This is our year of breakthrough, God. And like David, we shall see God break through our, 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 the enemy's ranks like floodwaters in the name of Jesus, overturning everything in their way. And Lord, we thank you for opening our hearts, breaking our hearts, bringing us back to that place of integrity, bringing us back to that place of seeking you, O oh God, and waiting in your presence of intimacy with you. And when we come from that cave, God, when we come from those moments, when we come from that time, Lord, we shall see you break through on every side and we give you glory and we give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody have an amazing week. Let's have a breakthrough week. Come on. Let's have an incredible week. Remember Friday night, we're here, 6.30 p.m. We're going to finish our fast together with a great evening. God bless you.